there, and welcome to another edition of the 1% Better Podcast with your host, Rob O'Donoghue. Hello there, and if you're listening to this over the Christmas period, happy Christmas. If it's the new year, happy new year. If it's sometime in the middle of the year and you've just found this podcast, welcome to the 1% Better Podcast, and it's great to have you here. So, I was thinking about releasing a couple of episodes over the holiday period in that folks might get a bit more time to listen and I certainly get a little bit more time to to do that. And here's the first of them. This one is uh, the audio from the presentation I gave on International Podcast Day back on the 30th of September. There's a video to accompany it if you want to check it out on the website. But some folks have got in touch and they just wanted to hear the audio so they can listen to it in podcast form. And uh, who am I to say no to that? It is something I was planning to do anyway. And last week, I actually just put the blog post out about this conversation or this one-way conversation, this talk. Um, so it's good timing to put the uh, the podcast format out as well. The topic was uh, and is unexpected benefits from the podcasting adventure I've been on for the last two years. I used the Tales of the Unexpected theme, for those of you that are familiar with that show from the 80s. Uh, it seemed to evoke strange memories for me when I was putting this together, but I kind of tied it in anyway, that's an aside. But when I was selected to talk for International Podcast Day, I had to think about what I would, or what my approach would be for, for that. And as I started to reflect, as I tend to do, a lot of really interesting benefits from doing podcasting started to emerge that weren't maybe obvious at all at the very start, weren't part of my overall plan or goal, but certainly have come to pass over that uh, period of time and continue to do so. So that was my focus of the presentation. I think it went down pretty well. Um, if you're interested in reading the blog post, it's quite lengthy. It'll probably take you 20 minutes or so, but it goes into more detail. This is the audio from the presentation and uh, halfway through it, we got some internet gremlins which kind of killed the um, the flow a little bit, but I think I recovered okay. And you will definitely get the, the sense from it of the areas that I've improved on and again it's not about just me improving here the goal for me here is for you to think about a, an objective or a target you're setting yourself for next year or whenever maybe think just a little bit differently about it in that by you pursuing it following the journey going through the steps to get there other cool benefits might just come your way as a result Oh, and just one other thing, while I remember during the presentation I'm referencing some slides and there's some interaction in chat rooms that were happening in real time. Hopefully that doesn't impact your enjoyment too much uh, when you hear it. Just maybe create some mental image that you were there watching and listening at the time. Uh, it shouldn't take you off track too much. So I will leave this intro right here and give you the audio from the presentation as always, I would really, really welcome feedback. If uh, if it's something that hits the spot, let me know. And it's the season of goodwill. So please do rate, review, leave comments wherever you're connecting in onto this podcast from. That's always helpful. My objective continues to be sharing insights to help people improve. And the more people that hear it, the, the absolute better it becomes. And we'll continue. 
uh, as I said, there's another one, another podcast coming out in a couple of days focusing on core values, something I like to do a lot in coaching and it tends to be very powerful for people. So that might be one you want to hear as well. Uh, it's a bit shorter, but it's targeted and it's again kind of seven steps to get there. This one is 10 steps or 10 benefits from podcasting. All right, I'm probably just spoiling it. I'll just stop. Have a great weekday, Christmas, New Year and enjoy this one. Thanks so much for listening. Good luck. So with that, Rob, welcome to International Podcast Day. Thanks so much. Great to uh, great to be here and great to have the opportunity. So I'm looking forward to the next 55 minutes or so, I guess. Uh, that's correct. And, uh, you know, the floor is you, you. Excuse me. Floor is yours. If you need anything, just holler and we'll pop back in. The floor is me. Sometimes I'm, I've been on the floor, so that's probably not too, too inaccurate. Um, hey, everybody. So my name is Rob O'Donoghue, and great to uh, to be talking to everybody today, checking this session out. Um, I am going to do a, a good few slides, but I'm going to jump in and out of those, um, provided the technology allows me, because I'm monitoring uh, the chat window here as well. Um, so let me just go into the slides, and uh, let's see how we can get started um okay so hopefully folks can see see this uh so the the, the topic i suppose is is a called podcasting tales of the unexpected um so i'll get a little uh, into detail around that just before i do just a bit about me so trust me i'm not very fond of putting my picture on screen at all a friend of mine who does photography said you kind of have to do that if you want to build your brand uh, it's one of the things I suppose I've learned, one of these un unexpected learnings I've had over the last uh, couple of years. But Rob of the Green, so I guess the first question is, has 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 a lot of folks on online or not maybe heard of the term Rub of the Green? I'll see if anyone there, uh, anyone responds. I'll give it a second or so. Um, basically, Rob of the Green is a spin-off of the term rub of the green. Okay. So, and it's funny, I was in the U S last year with a, a work trip and I did a live kind of box pop podcast in Nashville. And a lot of folks were asking me, Oh, that's a, that's a cool name. Where did it come from? And I just thought it was a universal saying rub of the green, but it doesn't translate, I think outside of Ireland and England and maybe Australia and rub of the green is a term that basically means good luck. You've had a bit of good luck. Um, and that's kind of the play on words, but obviously it still works because my name is Rob. Uh, I'm from Ireland, so that's kind of the the green thing tied up in there. So that's a little bit of background, um, and uh, I'll tell you more about me, I guess, as we go through the, the session because that's a lot of the learnings that I, I talk about are, are pretty much tied into myself, of course. So next one has another question. This is a, a grainy kind of picture, but. The show Tales of the Unexpected. Has anyone ever heard of this show? I'll play the actual soundtrack. Maybe folks in the UK probably will be saying yes, but um, if you can hear this, it might ring a bell. Has anyone ever heard that before? Okay. Anyway, this is a show from the late 70s, early 80s in, in the UK. Roald Dahl had a big role to play in it. I just kind of weirdly remember it growing up never know knew what it was about but uh when i was putting together this session thinking and reflecting back about podcasting and maybe some of the values and benefits i've taken from it this 
this topic or this term came up. So I decided that's what I'm going to go with for for the underlying theme. So so there you go. All right. So again, thanks a million for this opportunity. Uh, I think it was probably early last year when I heard of International Podcast Day um, for the first time. And a friend of mine that uh, presented last year, Alexander Lauren, actually um, was probably the one that brought it to my attention. So we all know that's today. It's great to have such a a day kind of in in the calendar around podcasting. I suppose what I would have been familiar with on international days of of reckoning are around project management. So I'll talk a bit about that. That's in my background. I do a lot of project management in my in my day job. I'm also a type one diabetic, so I'm aware of World Diabetes Day. And, and maybe if you do hear me eating a, a sweet or a jelly during the next forty five minutes, I hope. Hopefully I won't, won't get a, a hypo or anything like that, but I always have them near at hand. Um, but that's on November 14. And weirdly enough, when I, I launched my first episode back in 2017, um, it was March 10th. And, and when I was doing the research for this, I um, I wanted to see what, in, what international day landed on March 10th. And uh, it was Day of Awesomeness. So that was an awesome day to... Uh, release the first episode so so that was good that boded well for the journey that that was ahead all right so as i said i started about two years ago in truth it was something i was planning for a long time but it took me a while to kind of get off my ass and and get into gear and do it um and a couple of the images up here the the picture on the very left of, of of the microphone the karaoke microphone is the first piece of kit i guess i bought i think i bought it in in tesco's in ireland it's kind of a a store that is in the Ireland and the UK it might have been about five dollars, five bucks, and uh, a good purchase. Sound on it is quite good. It's not the one I'm using right now, but I still have it. Um, you know, in those early days, just trying to get bits and pieces together was was part of the challenge. I, the, the logo in the middle, Rob of the Green, is actually still my main logo, and it was one of the first ones I um, got made. Uh, funny that it, it has stayed the test of time so far and on the right hand side when I re- released the first podcast a friend again a photographer took some pictures and uh, I think I used Fiverr or one of those uh, gig sites to put together a bit of a logo a bit of uh, branding f- for me in those early stages and I think you know to get started you don't need a whole lot it's just important to just get things up and running that was early 2017 um flash forward to right now uh september 2018 things have moved forward things have developed um i'm into season two of the podcast uh the main podcast i do is called um, up to episode 82 or three at the minute a number of other ones recorded and the actual kit that i use has also developed so over time things have improved things have got a bit better and how i'm putting shows together has also got improved that uh, is part of the journey, part of the, the learnings. Um, I also do a, a video clip on a Monday called One Minute Monday. Um, and that's something I would not have dreamed of doing 18 months ago for many reasons. And some of those I'll, I'll get into around the uh, the benefits that I've taken out of it. Um, so it, it's kind of evolved. Things have moved forward. Things have uh, spun off in different directions, not only audio, but a bit of video. Um, and a second podcast, like many of you, you've probably done one podcast or, or thought about doing one um, and then after a year in you might decide maybe I'll do something different maybe I'll, I'll spin it off um, maybe you've got a new idea that that came up with the increased confidence that you've got so my second podcast is 
actually uh, D864 is stands for 864 seconds, which is um, believe it or not, one minute or sorry, one percent of 24 hours, one percent of your day is 864 seconds. It's 14 minutes, 24 seconds long. Bombarding you with stats here, but it's useful for me because it ties into the one percent better team, and it also allows me to have shorter episodes, which don't take as long to edit for sure, but still get some good content out. So there's been a lot of improvement forward moving over that period of time, um, and it's been you know an incredible journey. And now, obviously, today, 30th of September, I'm talking to you, good people, about that journey. So the goals for the session. I want to share my experiences via a few stories and some lessons learned. I want interaction. I want some Q&A. So far, I'm uh, not seeing anything too much coming through, but I will ask some questions and hopefully get get some insights from you as well. I want to provoke some thought, get some thinking going and plant some seeds uh, into your, your brains that uh, you might have thought about before when I go through these benefits that I've uh, taken out of this journey that, you know, might be beneficial to you and finally i guess the main goal for me um is what i'm calling the rule of one so you see a picture of the the dalai lama here i'm big into meditation and and mindfulness and reading and uh, the pursuit of happiness i suppose is one thing that that is is always close to uh what i'm looking for and uh, he talks a lot about that but it was interesting i was reading the book that um the art of happiness not so long ago and in that, he was asked for um, for some insight around how he presents to large groups of people, and does he get anxious or does he get nervous when he is talking to such you know such world leaders as well and such large congregations of people? And he said, absolutely, I, I do. Um, but the way he kind of deals with that, rather than thinking he's going to have a profound impact on everybody in the room, which you know, would probably bring on its own anxieties and uh, concerns. He basically distills it down. He said, look, if I can pick, if I can influence, impact one person in the room, uh, set the bar quite low um, to, for them to take action, for them to do something different, for them to leave in a, in a you know, better mindset set than they were going in, that's a success. Um and, and and for me, I guess I'm, I'm following a similar rule here. If uh, if one of you guys listening today takes something from it, I would be uh, I would be delighted. And if um, if it inspires you to do something uh, creative, pr- podcast wise or or other, that's that's a win. So so there we go. So one of the things, just to start off, I suppose, as a project manager. The, the tools and techniques I've learned through that uh, discipline over the last 15 years or so have been absolutely instrumental for me in being able to actually get podcasts out the door, create them and and deliver them on a consistent basis. Over the, the last while, a lot of folks that have reached out to me, talking to me about you know their own interest in podcasting, how they would like to actually do one, but aren't you know, sure what it's about or how, how to do it. One of the pieces of advice I have for them is to, is to take your time in planning and, and definitely take a step back and, and, you know, know what it's about. I'll get into that in a minute. But for me, the planning element was massive. And without taking that time to plan and project and figure out what the, the goals and potential outcomes of this project were, um, I, I know I wouldn't have um, have been 
successful and, and when i say successful as in getting these out the door and releasing you know nearly 100 podcasts in, in nearly two years so so for me that that was very very important and i think a piece of advice is is to do a bit of planning uh and and maybe talk to people that are more planning minded if um, if you don't have that skill set naturally it's certainly one you can develop and grow but um, it's very important for me and and over the last year not only have i used the skills for that i'm a member of the project management institute which is a global organization and i actually release a podcast for them now as well so i'm putting the uh, planning to good use for them and it's about planning which is kind of a, a double whammy on planning there but anyway so podcasting and project management do go hand hand in hand uh, for me and uh, just a piece of advice there. Okay, first question then, reasons to start a podcast. I'd love to see some folks on the chat pop in some of your your main reasons. What were your motivations for starting a podcast? Why have you started? Why are you planning to start? Is there anything that uh, comes up for you there? And I'm going to take a second to take a drink of water while while I see if anyone pops something in there. Don't be shy. It's gone very quiet. Share the message. Daniel, thank you. Mm, interesting. That's a, a good, thoughtful one, Daniel. I like it. Any others? I'm doing okay for time, so I'm not going to rush it along. Um, <clears throat> okay, it doesn't seem to be too. Oh, here's another one. So my friends could keep up on what I was doing and where I was going, but now it's changed to helping fellow introverts. Brilliant. Uh, I'm an introvert too, so you're you're, you're tipping on something very uh, close to my heart, um, uh, and that's that's very very cool. So look, I, I'll just keep going, keep keep answering, I'll keep reading as I look through it. <clears throat> when I, when I um started uh, again in the planful mindset, I really wanted to get clear on on my own why. Um, and and of course some of these were to grow my network to to grow as a person um to get lots of downloads now to be honest that was a certainly a a a, a high goal or a something i was looking forward to but it wasn't the motivating factor um i certainly know if uh, if i had a goal of of a million downloads in the first 6 months i would have uh, would have quit a long time ago but i think a lot of the time people that i have talked to maybe are going in to the to the journey um maybe with unclear goals not very clear or, or or unrealistic goals um for sure one of the things i had was to get better at presenting uh being able to and put the message out there reduce my crutch words i'm hopefully reducing them and when i listen back to this later that'll be interesting to make loads of money that's probably a goal some people have or had when they were starting out and you know again it's very important to to have these goals in mind so that you know what type of podcast you want to create feedback from or chatting to um, a person a couple of weeks ago that had started a podcast and then maybe kind of slowed down because they weren't very clear on the type of podcast they wanted to create until maybe it became clearer as they went down the journey and that's that's okay too but i think it's very important to set out what those goals and objectives are um beforehand okay so i I am building up to the uh the uh unexpected benefits and i'm talking back to the whole tales of the unexpected again i'll play the clip for a second um what i've done basically over the last few weeks 
planning for this, I've journaled a lot. I've, I've wrote down a good few ideas that came up that um, that have had meaning behind them. And I looked at the areas that I've tried to improve in and and obviously have it hopefully improved in lots, but but areas that I didn't expect and, and lots of ideas started to come. I did some reflection and I wanted to really see in what areas have I grown as a person. I've talked to friends, I've talked to some close ones as well to see if there's things they've seen differently in me than um, than were there two years ago. And and that's been a really enjoyable journey. If, again, if nothing else comes out of this and if I do influence one other person, great. But the journey of actually reflecting on this over the last couple of weeks or, or month or so has been really, really rewarding. For me, it's it's kind of set myself um, up for maybe the next phase of where I, I want to go with with all of this. And that's been really, really fun. So the whole area that I'd like to talk about and a lot of the, the, the benefits I'm going to talk about touch on the uh, a topic or a, 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 I suppose a movement. Um, and before I mention what that is, I'll see if anyone knows what this guy or who this guy is. So the, the picture I have up on the left here, does anyone recognize this this uh, person? He's, he's somebody that um, has made quite an impact over the last uh, maybe 30 years, not in the podcasting world, but um, in the areas of, I suppose, psychology and self-improvement. Um, Anyone? <laughs> Bueller? Anyone? Anyone? Um, if I don't see anyone jumping up there. Thanks, Ian. Inspire and launch a business. Very good. I, I, I'm, I'm on board with you there. Okay, well, this is probably a, a trick one, but this guy is Daniel Goldman, and he is the, I don't know if you call him the grandfather, the father, the founder, but the, the area of emotional intelligence um, has a lot to do with this guy. And that that, for me, is something I'm absolutely fascinated about um part of what i do in my day job is leadership coaching and a lot of the skills or competencies that leaders can can improve is in the area um on emotional intelligence can you can you you can't see the uh you can't see the picture are people seeing the the slides okay the picture now well this guy is called daniel goldman and he is a an emotional intelligence founder i guess and and the area of motion intelligence massively important um, and fascinating for me and there's a number of competencies thanks dan and um that that you can develop and, and leaders can develop or, or any individual can really develop to, to make them improve to make them better and that's really been a focus for the um the nine uh, benefits that i'm going to talk about over the over this journey, I've got to know myself better in lots of ways. And, and as I've done the reflection, these are the, the ones that popped out. So I'm going to talk about nine areas. Um, I think I'm doing okay for time. So probably three or four minutes on, on each of these. And and these were unexpected. So I'm hoping by uh, talking through these, they'll spark something for you that might inspire you to uh, to have a go at this this yourself. Okay, 15 minutes and hopefully get some value to you guys because I definitely want to, to share that. So so listening was one that has improved. Number two, I was talking about moving on from listening, the whole area of self-belief and self-confidence. Um, certainly after your uh, the, the, the broadband connection dropping, my, my self-confidence needs to come back up. So maybe it's a, a real-time improvement. Um, but this is an area that over the course of the 18 months, two years that I've been doing podcasting, I have developed a, a lot in. And 
Um, I remember one of the first times I recorded an intro to uh, a podcast episode um, and listened back to it. The the just listening to my own voice backwards made me feel just back made me feel completely uh, out of my comfort zone. Um, and, and I'm sure many of you can probably attest to something similar. It's something that you probably get used to over time and and start to block out. And that that's a barrier over the course of the next number of months as you start to put episodes together and release them and put stuff out there. You do grow in confidence. You get that self-belief. You get feedback. Hopefully most of it's constructive, but it is very important to take that on board and improve. The inner voice inside the head, I think we're all probably guilty of of having that screaming at us a lot of the time. Um, that's something that's there for me. And it's something that I deal with and, and manage uh, on a regular basis. Part of what I do in, in my day job, I suppose, is coaching and and trying to, you know, help people think more positively about things. And, and you have to internalize that yourself. The imposter syndrome is something a lot of folks have heard about. That is uh, certainly part of the journey um, that I've been going on to try and deal with that. So so moving from impossible to making yourself feel more possible. And by doing podcasting, by releasing episodes, by talking to experts in your field, you're learning from them, you're gaining confidence, you're gaining um, self-belief in lots of ways. And and I believe that is something that was not maybe on top of my list or, or, or very clear that I would get, I would hope. I suppose that was something that was going to come, but wasn't a guarantee. But I can categorically say it has improved me from a self-confidence and self-belief perspective let me keep going number three so this one again follows on from self-confidence uh it's it's one of these areas of emotional intelligence when you look at a, a challenge in front of you there might be lots of options i know i'm guilty of taking a lot of time to try and find the perfect option um but over time and over time certainly releasing podcasts and episodes you know that there's maybe no perfect end game for that episode or you probably never release it. So it's really finding the correct door for you to go through and making that decision. So the area of decisiveness is something that has improved for me over the last while, becoming more um, decisive, straight and forward, picking the right choice or the the one that feels the most um, correct at that time when you get into a re- release cycle of a podcast every week it's very it was important to stick to that they say that the more you do that the more uh, likelihood you will build a steady audience and it's really getting decisive making the calls knowing that there's no perfect solution but there's the best one at that time so i would absolutely say as a person not just as a podcaster i've become more decisive over this journey Number four, uh, touched on it earlier, but without doubt, as a, an introvert, I um, pushed outside my comfort zone doing this. Uh, typically, as an introvert, you don't talk to a lot of maybe or as an introvert, you might be comfortable presenting to large groups of people, be it in person or um, or even, uh, you know, virtually like this. Um, I have, without doubt, pushed myself into areas that I would not have done before without with with the podcast as um as a companion in in lots of ways the example the one example i will give and i have a few but part of what i do as a project manager and a member of the project management ireland institute and i do um a podcast for those guys as well back in may this year we went to berlin for a conference and i 
basically used podcasting as a, as a great way for me to network while I was there. I created an episode for, for the, the Institute while I was there by interviewing numerous people about their own journeys within the world of project management. If I hadn't that uh, as an excuse, I certainly wouldn't have networked, talked to 50, 60 people over the course of those few days. So that was um, just one example. As you know, it takes a lot of time and effort uh, to do this. And you're talking to a lot of people that are maybe experts in their field. Certainly me talking to journalists and asking them questions about their own journey as a non-journalist is and was scary. But it was something that I grew and developed more confidence in. So push yourself outside your comfort zone. That's certainly something that I believe um, is an unexpected benefit of putting this whole thing together. All right. So podcast stats quiz. And and you guys are still still there. So thanks. Hopefully we'll get through the, the next few minutes. So so question 50 percent of podcasts quit before episode number what? And thanks to Todd Cochran for for his stats here. I wanted to validate what i thought but um just a quick question how many any ideas 50 percent of podcasts quit before a certain number uh ian was this one said already you've got it you've nailed it um uh no ian got it and then the next one of the 50 percent that remain how many of uh, what number of podcasts the folks get to there an episode rough idea no, 50 is, is high. 16 is a bit low. So it lands in around the 22 to 24 mark, I think Todd had uh, 22 to 25. That tells, hopefully tells you, and it certainly tells me or it validated to me that as a podcaster, you definitely need, and this is where I uh, bring in a bit of Axel Rose. I'm not going to play the music, but but patience and, and perseverance as well. Um, one of the first episodes I ever did was with a, a guy called Andrew Mangan. He has a podcast called Arsecast. It's about the soccer team Arsenal, and he has over a million downloads a month, at least at this stage. And and I talked to him about his journey of podcasting and blogging, and he said, yeah, everybody thinks you're successful, but they don't see the nine or 10 years prior to you becoming successful in, in doing it. And it, you know, it was very interesting to take that on board from the very early stages this takes hard work. You definitely need time, commitment of time to it. As you many many of you might know, you do a, a one-hour interview if you're probably going to properly edit that, market it, put all that bells and whistles around it to, to reach as many as, as, as possible. You're talking about maybe six to eight hours for every episode. It takes commitment. You really need to put the time in. Going back to what I said earlier, it's important to know your why. And I think if you know your why and you are willing to put the time in that you want whatever you want out of it, if you want to help people get better, as the theme is is, is what from my podcast, it makes it all the worthwhile when you do that. So you need discipline and focus and certainly a commitment to the cause. And all of this needs patience and perseverance. Um, and again, that's something you can develop. It's something you can grow um and it's very important that you love the work again as i think todd had said it and i certainly echo what he's saying this is a marathon and not a sprint and you do need to think of the long game but certainly in, enjoy every step along the way okay i'll keep going another question and this one we probably all if you're podcasting you probably have tried it so 
who has tweeted a superstar or your hero asking them to be a guest on your show at some point? How about maybe even before you ever released an episode, before you were actually a known quantity? Is that something anyone else might have had a go at, had had tried? Um, certainly, I think, uh, yeah, certainly some of us did and, and probably continue to do. How did it work out? I know for me, if I tried that early last year, uh, probably didn't get much of a response because they'd look at it and wonder who, who this person was and why they're they're reaching out to them. Um, and maybe that's where it ends. The unexpected benefit that comes up here is around influencing and negotiation. And as I reflected back on the journey, um, and I'm guilty of of trying to, you know, reach out to folks last year and, and see if they'd come onto the podcast when it was very embryonic and early stages, may have not got much feedback. The whole tactic or or strategy that you put into place to try and connect with people and, and get them on um, is cer- certainly something that can evolve and grow. This year, uh, I have just this as, as one example, I interviewed Rosanna Arquette. So for maybe some of you on online here of, of a more older vintage like myself, um, she uh, she was a very famous and popular actress in the 80s and 90s, a lot of movies. And um, I know last year, if uh, I, I think she connected with me on Twitter after an episode I had put out. And I know last year I may have dived straight in and asked her, oh, thank you so much. Will you be on my podcast? And uh, probably a rookie mistake. Um, this year I kind of played the game a little bit more from from learning from last year, uh, maybe not to, to, to dive straight in and negotiate um, an episode or negotiate anything that, that, that might come out of, it, of being on the podcast. Played the long game and, and over time, over a few weeks, um, was able to connect and talk with her and then through her agent was able to get her as a, as a guest on the show. The same thing has happened with a few other episodes of late and and definitely that's something I would have learned over the last year or so by doing this. Another spin-off to that is if you're like me, maybe being an introvert, you're not always that comfortable asking people five or six or ten times to be on the show. You might do it once or twice and they don't respond and you just leave it there. I've learned a lot from talking to people that are probably more in the world of sales uh, tactics and tips around trying to, you know, engage with them and bring them onto the show and get some some value um, for them as well. You know, it is important to to kind of look at it from from both sides. So influencing and negotiation, something else that I, I took out of the, um, the year uh, or, or two so far around the podcasting exercises that I've been doing. Okay, I'll, I'll keep going. Quid pro quo. Does everybody know what quid pro quo means? Um, effectively, it's kind of, I'll help you if you help me. And and that's certainly something that I found in the, in the, uh, in the community of podcasters over the last while. One example that I can bring up, uh, earlier this year, I did a, a rookie mistake. We had um, an interview with a, a very, interesting character and i recorded that i had some new equipment at the time and as i went back the next day to start editing it i uh unfortunately realized that i i recorded my voice directly into the uh, built-in speaker built-in microphone as opposed to in through the mixer so the sound was terrible it was uh just not what you were hoping for um i needed some help and I decided to just put put an ask out onto one of the Facebook groups around podcasting and podcasting helpers 
and the feedback that came back was amazing. Folks were willing to help just asking for um, extracts of the of the audio so that they could tweak it and see what, what could come out of it. Turns out that it was pretty much useless and I had to do kind of a, a voiceover um, separate to the show, which was a learning experience. But it was really an example of the the community spirit that everybody's in there to help. Um, that was that was really cool. And, I, I, you know, it was something that, that stood out. Obviously, all the folks that I've talked to from a, an, an interview perspective in the podcasting world, like Johnny Dumas and uh, John Eads and others, very good with their time, very willing to help. Um, and it is something that I guess as a, a person myself, it's it's something that I've learned to maybe give more help to others as a result of the show. All right. Um, so this is Megan Duhamel. She's a 2018 Olympic gold medalist uh, for, for ice skating. And just in the interest of time, I won't play both clips. I interviewed her a few months back again, very, very, good with her time and she talked about a couple of um areas around self-improvement and and that really led me to to this one as i reflected it's kind of bringing together a lot of the previous seven and what really stands out on on this and what she said was what can i do to be what can i do today to be better tomorrow is very very meaningful to me it it stands out that you do bits and bits bit by bit today to improve for tomorrow. That is certainly something I've tried to start living by. You have your big goal that you look to down the road and how can you break that down day by day to get that little bit better. The other piece she said was when she was in the 2014 Olympics trying for gold, she was extremely focused on the result and less so about the process. And those two things really kind of stuck out for me from that episode. And it was when I was putting this together, that stood out. So it's really about focusing on the task or the journey or, or the opportunity in front of you or, or the process that you've put together or being in the moment or maybe the, the challenge that's in front of you, as opposed to what the end result is. Because if you focus all on that, you're really looking too far ahead and you're probably not enjoying what's happening right on front of you as you go through it and the last one I'll, I'll wrap it up here um over the course of this season more so maybe in the first one i talked to some really really interesting folks that have had their own struggles with with addiction with suicide with abuse things that really stood out for me and were difficult episodes but really important to share they're the ones that i'd say that have got the most listenership over the last number of months and really what's obvious there is that we're all kind of struggling we all have stuff that we have to deal with we all have tough tough times tough things going on in our lives but through the medium of podcasting listening to their stories has helped me know that helped me you know feel a little bit better knowing that i'm not the you know the only one with challenges um i know folks listening to this today have had stuff going on in their own lives over the last while and you know it's it's that we're all in it together and it's important to to know that it's important to and to steal a, a line from from Jim Breen um who had set up a, a cycle against suicide um movement in Ireland it's okay not to feel okay and it's okay absolutely okay to ask for help um and that's really one of the unexpected benefits for me from this journey is that certain days are are not as good as others um that's okay 
it's not going to all work out perfectly. Um, knowing other people are going through the same stuff is is important. And knowing that they're there to help or to chat with or to give you some advice or just to listen, uh, going back to point number one, is is very important too. So some things I didn't touch on, feedback, getting better at questioning, better, better at social media, better at meditation. All of these things um, are definitely areas that I have improved on and I think anyone would improve on by doing it. But again, I didn't have enough time to fit them all in. And I think nine was probably nearly too many as opposed to 15 or 20. Um, as a project manager, it's very important to measure and value uh, measure the benefits and the, the, the value you've added. And uh, that goes back to what I do, I suppose, in the day job. My goal with the podcast, 1% better is a, is a small incremental improvement in one area of your life per episode, maybe, or, or maybe more. I definitely can quantifiably and qualitatively say that I've improved in certain areas. Um, and I think as long as you're willing to do the hard work and put the effort in and know your why and know what you're passionate about, I think you will absolutely improve in some ways too. So to wrap up, future future plans, a few more episodes in the 1% uh, show coming up. I'd like to do more live stuff. Maybe I need to get a better broadband connection, although this normally works quite well. Um, I'd love to do panel stuff, live audiences. Who knows? You know, I didn't have a clue where this would go early on, um, but now new things are coming up. It's all about facing your fears as well, going for it, trying something new, and I think uh, some things will work out. So just to wrap, wrap it, be clear on your why, have a genuine interest in it, um, have your plan, do your planning. It's always important to make sure you're putting something out of value. That's important. Do a value check, release it, put it out there. Even when you're scared to put it out, it'll get better um, and ask for help. Um, and that's pretty much important for me too. There you go. Last thing to thank everybody. Thank Dave and Steve for bringing me on to this. Todd Cochran, thanks for some of your insights and help with the stats. Thanks to the 100 plus guests I've had so far for their time and support. Uh, thanks for the feedback. And um, yeah, thanks for staying with me for the duration. I can see there's still a good few folks here. Um, so thanks a, a lot, guys. There we go. Rob, I really appreciate uh, the opportunities um, that you have presented. And sorry we had some difficulties, uh, you know, with your stream there, but we'll mash it all together. People in chat room are going crazy over your, your presentation. They really loved it. So on behalf of International Podcast Day, thank you to you and the country of Ireland. We really appreciate it. Thanks a million, guys. Enjoy the rest of the, the International Podcast Day. Have a good one. Thank you. Take care. So how did you find it? A good show? Hopefully, do take a second or two to let me know. And before you do, dive off just a couple of quick call-outs. The new podcast, the 864, 15 minutes long, in fact, 864 seconds is the aspiration, is now out and ready for listening. Check it out on the site. Go to the podcast page. There's a link for 864 there. Or go on to Apple Podcasts and subscribe. That would be awesome. The 864 is all you have to search for. And it's in all other podcast platforms that you can think of or should be so have a listen every week i release a one minute monday video clip which is also a tip to hopefully make you one percent better check that out it's on the website on the video page did you also know that only about one percent 
of listeners to podcasts, not just my own, but all, leave a rating, leave a review, get in touch or give feedback. And I would love if we could book that trend and put it to 2% for this one. So please do take the time to give me a bit of feedback, give me some ideas about future guests or whatever the hell comes into mind. Just get in touch or rate or review the podcast on apple that helps i'm available at all of the social platforms pretty much all at rob of the green that's either with or without the at sign but you'll find it under that moniker so hopefully i'll hear from you there last couple of quick ones support so i do offer some pro bono coaching get onto the website the support page to get in touch few hours a month happy to do that and if you would like to support the podcast that would be awesome you can do so through patreon and also through purchasing books through the book page on the website that goes through amazon and we get a little percentage i'm not even sure what but it's something and finally just to say thanks for taking the time to listen to the podcast i know there's lots of other shows out there it means a lot that you're checking this one out so have a great rest of day week month year whatever it may be and hopefully you're getting one percent better as a result of these shows take care and good luck